unrepentant, and in your face with a style that is always funny, fresh, and never boring. Join Delhi as he discusses various relevant and trending topics as he keeps you informed, engaged, and entertained. Welcome to Soul Food and Lemonade. Hello once again. Welcome to Soul Food and Lemonade. It's me, your boy Delhi, along with What's going on? Taj Anthony is in the building. What's going on, everybody? Sharif Leggett is here. Yes, we are here. The team is here of Soul Food and Lemonade. By the way, today is Mother's Day, so let's just take a moment to say Happy Mother's Day to each and every mother out there. Yes, yes. Happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers who brought us into this world and helped raise us to be the um, smart, educated, you is smart, you is beautiful, <laughs> black men that we are today. We would not be anything without our mamas. For Most real, definitely for real. a happy Mother's Day to the mothers out there. It is a thankless, hard job to take on raising kids, even if it's kids that you didn't birth. To do that job is an endless job that never ends. So got to be thankful for that. For real. And I want to say happy Mother's Day to all my, the mothers out there, including my sister, Audrey. Happy Mother's Day. Of course, I lost my mom last uh, October. So it's a bittersweet um, kind of moment. Nonetheless, life goes on and we are grateful for that. You have plenty of memories to remember. Yes. Yes. For sure. I'm trying to definitely cherish the memories I have because I still have my grandmother here with me. So Fantastic. I'm going to um, take her out to New York today and try to have some fun. You have to cherish the moments that you have with your mothers and your grandparents because you never know how long you're going to have with them. So. For real. Absolutely. Certainly. Which explains why he is so dapper today. Because after the <laughs> show, he's going to chase us. This is an everyday norm. This is this that splash. So I don't want <laughs> So I don't want to see you when on your not everyday norm then. I mean, you're looking quite uh, quite um, sure? sparkly right. today. You can, you can see me now because we got video <laughs> now. Here. So you can see that I got that, you know, you know, that's, that's the norm for me. But, you know, I feel like you should always look your best because you just never know who you're gonna run into i feel I like for me whenever i look the craziest that's when i see everybody <laughs> like, where were y'all at when i had a fresh lineup and Hello. i was looking real clean cut, it seems like that that time. that's why i would say you stay ready so you ain't gotta get ready i so, know that's right that's i know that's that right so what do we have on the menu today taj Oh, let's see. I wish it was some fried chicken and collard greens because oh, oh. your man is starving right now. We're doing, we doing soul food lemonade on an empty stomach this episode. <laughs> Good, because when, they do it, because when they do it in a belly full, then, you know, drama, drama, drama. It gets funny. Yeah, it gets, it gets okay, funny. So it gets real. Normally, we like to, you know, talk about a little entertainment stuff going on. There's not really much going on. Um, the only thing notable that I would probably mention is of course the uh versus battle that happened last night with escape mm -hmm. and swv so everybody who's into 90s music r&b so. it was very much all that nostalgia going on i didn't actually see the um the live versus i've seen clips of it i've been going back to watch it 
Um, I haven't seen the whole thing in its entirety, but from so far from what I've seen in clips, it looked like Escape killed it. Yeah, they um, did. I haven't really seen many clips of SWV. The clips that I have seen look like they sitting down, they chilling. <laughs> Every clip I've seen, Escape is they standing up. They all dressed. They giving up. you full vocal. <laughs> they all on mm-hmm. the ground. Like they came. They I even came saw, ready to battle. <laughs> right. I even saw um, Candy. She even pulled out bills, bills, bills. She pulled out a few. Out in the club, don't think I'm not. So she was doing some songs. Oh, they wasn't ready for that. That right, they have so much talent. Escape because you know Tiny, she writes too. Mm-hmm. Then Tasha and Tamika, they're all Resistant, very, very yeah. talented. So, so I think battle, it's safe to say they probably Escape probably took that battle. I would definitely say Escape took the battle because as you looked at SWV, they had like hats on. They wasn't dressed <laughs> up at all. They looked like they didn't just come pick up the kids kind of look. But I'm you like, know, oh. SWV, it's only one of them that sings. It's just Coco. Right. And Escape, so they like, all sing. But all of them. SWV, it's just Coco and then all Lili and is Coco um, Taj. She stole my name. Um, <laughs> the female Taj. <laughs> you don't really hear them sing. Like, they I do always like the say you never hear them as like doing uh the lead vocals ever like and you never hear we don't them. even I, know if they can i probably always said that <laughs> have y'all ever heard them i've never heard them sing by themselves ever you've seen coco do solo i always see them in the background the they were like i guess so so i'm like are they actually singing <laughs> yeah because or, coco, you really coco, only is, hear her a, voice. coco is the, the the true vocalist of swv i guess so, yeah. I, don't, I, I prefer those. groups where they let other people shine like that's why my favorite um girl group will always be tlc mm. because they had their own they all brought everything different to the table you had left eye she was the rapper then chili she brought like the more um, dance R and B then yeah. T Boss she brought her little sultry voice so I feel like yeah, they groups were all like very that different yeah where they unique. like you gotta let everybody shine like I don't like when it's just one main focus like I call it the pussycat doll syndrome <laughs> you got Nicole and everybody else like yeah. that's just are you talking about Nicole group? Nicole, how you say her name? Sure, 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 sure. So Nicole Sherry Who knows? Who knows? Sharon Zinger is that how you say it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where she's from. I thought. Isn't I don't know she an she, American? I believe so, but I think she. Oh, foreign. you mean her uh, ancestral, yeah. uh, well, she's ancestral a judge on the singer yeah. now? But yeah. she had the group Pussycat Dolls. So when they never sang or did anything, they was just in the background, just you know. Well, well, well just people talked about Destiny's Child. You can remember hearing Kelly. But know. Destiny was the child. <laughs> Who was Beyonce? Like that group was all about her. So well, let's not let's be real. Well, we can say Pussycat was the dolls. Dolls do not sing. That was why you have the main yeah, one. Nicole up there. was the Pussycat, and they was the dolls. <laughs> exactly. The dolls were quiet. Anyway, what else you have uh, going on? Anything else in the entertainment realm? Well, the only other thing that was I'm just thinking about like what happened this weekend. Like Elon Musk, he um, he um, he was recording the. Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. oh yeah, which was kind of controversial because he's the first person to be a host who is not like a musical artist or an actor or anything like that. Oh really? He, nobody, right? Like, he's so not entertaining at all. Yeah, he's just Elon Musk is actually the guy who is. I think he's the CEO or he has. He's the one who uh, Tesla. Tesla. made Tesla. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. So um, I'm not. I don't want to say anything too shady because I would like a free Tesla because those cars. <laughs> Look amazing. I know. Um, I love them. I, I really want a Tesla. Shout out to Elon Musk. Um, we know you did a great job. That's What's something up, else Eli? I did not see, so I can't really comment. I didn't see. And his Saturday name Night is Live. Elon, by the way. Yeah, Elon, Elon, not yes. Eli. That's what I said. I said Elon. 
Elon. Elon He's no brother now. I ain't calling me Elon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely pronounced no, the lawn. Not, <laughs> all right, all right. So I don't know how he did, but um, I don't know. It'll probably be interesting no matter what. I think they should shake it up anyway. They shouldn't always have yeah, you know, the, the same been thing. For how long? I'm surprised how is that show still on and Mad TV is off. Mad TV was my show. So funny. Mad TV was funny. Oh my gosh. That was Saturday Night Live was never funny to me. So I honestly Wait a second. Was it Mad TV that has the Asian woman that says, He looked like a man. He looked like a man. He looked like a man. She was also on Family Guy. That's oh, Lois. really? Yeah, she's the voice oh, of Lois. Oh, man, I love her. Uh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Mrs. Swan is the voice of Lois. Wow. I wish, I wish they, if, that's if, funny. I'm glad to see they still work. If for no other reason, I wish they would bring it back just for that lady. I'm telling you. She oh, was you my can't favorite. Remember she was the, All those cast members. So like, many characters. The steward. It was like, oh. <laughs> oh, my God. I was about to say him. And the mother, his mother as well. Let me do it. <laughs> the Ari Spears, he um he used to do like all he was amazing. Yeah. I actually met um oh my god, I forget her name. Deborah Wilson, that's her name. Is that the one that did uh would do she the Oprah, did Oprah character? Whitney Houston? She I actually met great. her one time. I saw her one time when I was on Venice Beach. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I'm such a fan. I love your work. I love when you do Whitney on Mad TV. <laughs> and she broke out. We was in a tattoo shop. She broke out right there in the middle of the tattoo Doing shop. Whitney. And wow. she did a Whitney right there on the spot. So that's fine. Um, she's a yeah, good sport. That great. was yeah, but yeah, that's really that's pretty much it for entertainment. Not much going on that All I right. care about. Well, I'm sure y'all don't so care about either. behaving themselves and everything. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know what? Um if you guys know, I'm kind of like um, congested because I'm coming down with the allergies, thing, allergy Ooh. stuff. So I'm like, you need you know, some Allegra. I need everything need there is for allergies. <laughs> I don't care what it is. I need it. What I've I been, usually do is I just do Benadryl. If you take, like, I've been using Flonase. Flonase helps the with point. the congestion. <laughs> That's the number one reason why I do Benadryl because one, I know I'm gonna get some good sleep, and when I wake up, I'm not gonna have no more sniffles. Okay, good. Uh, that, when I say that Benadryl is strong, yeah. Benadryl is strong. Benadryl will get you together. So you might Real need quick. to do that. Maybe I need blood. that because yeah. this allergies is attacking it, strong this yeah. year. And it's not good to have allergies during the pandemic. But the if thing you is, you crazy. but the thing <laughs> is that the mask, or? the mask helps a lot because it keeps the those uh, pollen from getting into your nostrils. Yeah. But, but your that, eyes yeah. are still exposed. Yeah. So. You know, that's why you gotta if you wear get a face a, shield. If you get too. a headache and all, yeah. like all the yeah. symptoms are no. There's joke. a lot of pollen out, especially out here in the. Um, and then people area. staring at you if you start coughing or right? sneezing in public. Yep, yep. That's look why like, I, like I travel with my hoodie. So as soon as I hear someone coughing behind me, Woody goes up. Zoop. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not playing. Listen. But today we have a, our main topic for today is debunking negative stereotypes in our community about men not just in our community because people always stereotype us regardless of whether or not it's in our communities so we have a list of stereotypes that we're going to be debunking the best way possible and guys let me tell you some of these on these lists i'm not gonna make this number one though uh, we can make that we're not gonna make that one You're number one that we can probably one, put that in the middle somewhere Wait, which one? um 
All right. Which one you talking about? Because I was about to say. <laughs> We're talking about the, the well-endowed one. That is number that one. Can, that's definitely that's for black one. men. So we have to talk about that first. For black yeah. men, that All right. Is you want to talk about that one first? All right, majority rules. So go we're right going to talk about the stereotypes. That, that's what we're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah we're talking the about stereotypes the stereotypes of black men. Yes. So whenever you think of a stereotype of a black man, the number one thing that does come up is, are they well endowed? Yeah. That's like number one. Like that's the whole white women craze. That's mm-hmm. the whole black women go crazy. Like that's that's just what we're known for from back in the slavery days with. Um, Mandingo and all that, yeah. all those stories. So, I mean, what you mean by debunking, though? I mean, I mean I'm not gonna lie. I mean, the, I mean, the stereotypes. I mean, you know the stereotypes. I mean, I live up to the stereotypes. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, how we go about like I don't the think size of your hands, the size of your feet, and all that. So, I, I mean, not all of us are, you know. So that's why it is a stereotype. Not all of us are well endowed. So, I mean, I think sometimes maybe it could be kind of maybe awkward or uncomfortable for a black man that is not well endowed and he gets in the situation with, with a woman and they about to do their thing and he pull out a shrimp and it's just like oh a shrimp I you were okay black i thought you were black right so th- that's what i mean like stereotypes See, that's how the they stereotypes play. you just right. say that's right there how it goes. How you were black. That's what, that yeah. was my whole yeah. point like that's for how some they reason play. yeah it's, yeah um, but then what, what goes with it. with it is it all it's also said okay if you have big hands if you have big feet you must be yeah yep. like, I'm like who comes up with this and then <laughs> and then you know then you, you have some who say it's not the size of the gun it's the effect of the bullet so Listen, take it or leave for it you. whatever yeah. works for each other I mean, right not everybody likes somebody that's well endowed some people prefer yeah. you know so well, shrimp regular. like you say Hey, shrimp over, shrimp over red snapper. That sounds real good right now. I'm right, so. let's not go to food. Please, let's not go to food. Oh. So, um, the second one on the list is um, black men do not like to work. I don't know. Mm. Who said that? Really? We don't have a choice but to work. Our mamas Hello. don't play that. Hello. Get a couple of jobs, a few. I guess maybe the stereotype is... Um, Cause there are, well, I guess we we kind of do we get labeled as lazy? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what we get it is. get la- that. Is that where the working comes from? Well, let me say this. Let me say this, and I'm gonna be completely, totally honest with myself. If I'm gonna stereotype that, I'm going to say that black men do not like to do certain kinds of jobs, certain kind of work. Like what kind of okay? jobs? Would you say? Because I can tell you that I can speak. I can speak this like the Bible truth. I've seen some brothers whose hands are flawless, like that of a female. What you trying to totally say? Totally flawless. <laughs> I feel attacked. Like they don't, like they've never, they don't know what it is to do manual labor. Oh yeah, labor. that's done. Oh, no, I don't the do manual age, labor. The day manual and age labor. of doing manual labor I, is I over. I don't do manual See? labor. See? That's over with. These we don't kids wanna... done every two weeks. <laughs> Okay. We don't want to be in warehouses and construction. I mean, we did enough of that when we were slaves. Like, what like, you want us? <laughs> I mean, a lot of us done. are still doing that, though. We are though. done with that. Like, so, I mean, but there's different kind of work to do. So, I don't know if, like, I guess it really doesn't matter as long as you're getting paid, right? It doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter, you know? I feel like now we, uh, with black us black men, we want to come out of being the ones that do those hard manual labor jobs like we don't want to still yeah, be doing that's that that's another stereotype that for us they think we always gotta do those 
hardcore. But which would you rather? Would you rather have a job, um, a job where you're making your own your money, bringing your own income, than to pick and choose what job you? Uh, I mean, especially, especially now that things are really rough. Would you want to pick and choose, or would you just go out there and work? If job is available, I'll take it, regardless of whether or not it's manual labor or I mean, I wouldn't even want to be in that situation, period. I would want to be in a situation where I can decide what it is I want to do and be happy at what I'm doing. That sounds very depressing. But the world is not (laughs) like that in today's economy. You just Um, have to do what there is to do, unless you um, You start your own um, company and, you know, making it. Well, there's a way to do anything because for me, um, because my dad, like, I remember he wanted me to be a firefighter or something. Like he brought me to the uh, oh, you you be burning people's houses down instead of saving them. A lot of times you can't do what the thought or process it is that people want you to do. Mm -hmm. Like I know for me, I'm not going to do anything that requires me to do anything like lifting stuff and you know. You about to be sweating. I'm about to be sweating. I want to I want to be comfortable. I want to do something. And I can get paid more money being comfortable in the office somewhere. Using my mind. Talking on the phone. Um, using Yeah, using your mind. So it all depends on your comfort level and what you want to do. There's a lot of opportunities <clears throat> out there. So you don't really have to settle for... I mean, some people do. Some people don't have a choice. They might not have if the have skill set or they might not have an education. Yeah. Um, so it really depends on you as a person. Maybe it's me. Because when I think about men working... I don't know. For some reason, I think like real work. And I'm not saying that all jobs is not real jobs. I'm talking like manual, physical labor. That's you what know. you think of when you think of black men working? Men in general. Just men in general. Men yeah. in general. I'm t- so thinking of blue collar. supposed to be like a construction worker? Or? Just blue collar type job. I mean, I haven't done one of those in a while, but if I have to, I will. You know, I'm not going to be picky when it comes to making my money. But, um, I just feel that certain kinds of jobs are to be ought to be done by females because now I'm seeing female uh, road workers, construction, you know, yeah. and and more power to them. Yeah, you see. I mean, it's a lot of husky women out there. So yeah, you want to get I mean, down with with the get down. <laughs> if you want to put it that just way, just don't just don't be complaining. Talking about your nails fell off, like that's mm-hmm. that's what you chose. So live up to that husk. I yeah, feel, I feel like for myself, I'm kind of similar. Like I've done physical jobs of being in warehouses, dishwashing, cooking, and on your feet for long periods of time. I've done jobs like that already, so I'm good with that. Like I've done that already. I know I'm intelligent. I know I would be better used for myself if I'm doing a job where I'm using my mind, my creativity. And everything like that than mm-hmm. doing a physical job. I give more power to men and women that do physical jobs. Go ahead, especially ones that have done it for years and years Well, and years. if I have no choice, if I have no choice, I would have to do whatever is available. However, if I have a choice, then I'm going to choose the less physical. My choice is always going to be because I don't like to sweat. I really don't like to sweat. Yeah, and I know I've never I had that hard. thought process. I've always, ever since I went to school and everything, I guess just my upbringing and my experience in life, I always thought like I'm gonna do what I want to do. Period. I never thought like, okay, what would I have to do? I would. I never. My my thought process is not like that. Like settling, mm-hmm. settling for a job. Or I never job. thought like that. That's. Yeah. I've always been a go getter. Like I'm gonna go to college. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna get an education. So I don't have to settle. So I don't have to do jobs. That require me to do things like that. So I really think it's really all about 
your perception and how you think too. That has a lot to do with it too, mm-hmm. because we don't have to do anything we don't want to do. That's really true. <laughs> That's true. But at the same time, I just feel that a job is a job, regardless of what kind of job it is. You know, yeah. um, I'm educated too, but if if I have no choice in the matter, if I can't find the cozy office situation, <laughs> and all I can mm-hmm. find is warehouse. Especially if I'm pressed for cash or, you know, has stuff I'm trying to accomplish, I'm going to do whatever I have to do regardless. Yeah. That's just me, though. And you have to use your skill set, too, because my skill set is not like how I look going. I would they would fire me like you got to know what your skill set is. Yeah. Like I'm not yeah. going to be out lifting up like, nah, they're going to be like, nah, you're not. You're not, you're not cut out for this. So you have to know what it is, maybe from, you know, it, again, it depends on your skill set. Because my go-to job, like when I used to be in between jobs, was um, substitute teaching. That's how I ended up being a school teacher. Because you just, you know, you got to know your skill set. Or my go-to job used to be working at hotels overnight. I used to oh. do a lot of night audit jobs. Um, and this is this is still the same schlep type of job mm-hmm. but you're not doing any manual labor you just have to right. find something that works for i always find loopholes for everything <laughs> that's just me i'm the, i'm the loophole king i'm like how can i get to where i need to be and not have to compromise you know so it's just a, a way of thinking another loophole job is um this like just Making just sitting your own here platform. talking, yeah. sitting here talking, you never know what this could lead to. This could exactly. probably lead to up our, and that's why I say this day and age, entrepreneurship, especially amongst black people, that's all we want to do now. We don't want to be working for people anymore because we see how we get treated. Being I'm not jobs. gonna lie, I'm tired of working for people, period. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but right exactly. now, I have to do it because right. if I don't do it, I'm gonna find myself in a certain situation that I really do not want to revisit, right. which I was at years ago. Right. You see, I've been homeless three times. I'm not trying oh, to wow. go back down that road. Yeah. So I have to do whatever I have to do. And it is one of the reasons why I am so um, driven you know it's one of the reasons why no matter how sleepy and lazy i feel getting out the bed to go to work i get up regardless my alarm does not go off twice it goes off once see so you just and i get up and i'm out of there you're not lazy you see what i'm saying (laughs) and a lot of us we aren't lazy you know contrary to what some may think but having said that sometimes we make the wrong decisions that cause people to think that we're totally what we are not. You see, um, some of us, a lot of alcohol, a lot of drugs, a lot of this, a lot of that. And the fact that you do that doesn't necessarily mean that you're lazy. If that's the thing that makes you get up in the morning, that's you. It's more so not lazy. What it is is that people get complacent with what they know what they're used to right you get complacent like you said the drugs and alcohol and different things of that nature if you're so used to you wake up and you got to smoke some weed to get you to go and you get that's a habit that you created that and once you don't have that then you know it kind of debilitating yeah in a sense Yeah. yeah so um all right I feel attacked. <laughs> <laughs> and why would you say that? Why? Why would you say that? We're not. We're not talking about you. Or yes, are we? Or are we? Definitely talk about me. Okay. okay. All right. Why would you feel that way? Well, well, what else is on the list of debunking? Who the shoes fit? Let him wear it. 
who the shoe well, fit that might let be it on wear. the list because uh, <laughs> that would be one that all black people smoke weed yeah that too um, that, yeah that's is that, another is one. that, a, that is a big one a lot, then a lot of people if well, i say if someone asks me oh you smoke weed and i say no they like Really? Like I never realized that was a stereotype With me being a Jamaican, I've been oh, asked that, before, yeah. you know, yeah. because... Yeah, when I first met you and you told me you didn't smoke weed, I'm you, like, what? But you Jamaican. They say so, I'm, I'm Jamaican, yeah. not Jamaican. That's Jafaken. definitely a stereotype. Right? <laughs> that's a, that's a, he's a full-blood Jamaican. He don't smoke weed that's and he's not really a drinker. Exactly. So who Wait, are you? What? Who am I? You know, <laughs> what you planet sure? am I from? You don't drink or smoke? No. What? And, yeah. um, you know, so that's that's a stereotype, that's a stereotype right. right there. Very much so. Now, uh, number three on my list, extremely sexual, sexually virile. Really? Okay. Hmm. Um, I guess that goes along with them thinking that, oh, that, that kind of ties into the whole well-endowed situation. Yeah. It seems like everything, most of the things... Or most of the stereotypes pertaining to black men have a lot to do with our history, um, sex, yeah, um, how we look, our bodies, um, being fit, being active. Yeah, and That's, it all ties in together. And pretty much, some- pretty much, if you're black, people expect people have a, a certain expectation of you, yeah, including definitely. our own black folks, for some definitely. reason. Right. You know, it's like. Okay, he looks strong, he looks muscular, but can he perform in bed? Or can she? You, you see what I'm saying? There's it's like a, a lot given. Of on us as black, as black men because of these stereotypes. They feel like because we should be well endowed, we should be um, highly sexual or whatever. Very athletic. We have to live up to those expectations. So I feel like that that does play a part in the just being a black man, the experience of being a black man, and you having relationships with women. Um, cause I mean, I've had, uh, relationships, uh, with women and they have this expectation of you as a man, as a black man. Mm-hmm. They and want you, and you also know. I need to say this it's one of the reasons why a lot of white men do not like black men because of some of these stereotypes. Yeah. yeah. Let's face it. There, right. For white men, there are no stereotypes. Like yes, the ones for, for us. Not, <laughs> oh, not oh, I know one. I know one. the way it is for us. I know one. We have good stereotypes. I know one. Like, White men can't jump. <laughs> <laughs> They're not athletic. They're not known as as dancers. I mean, but then again, the uh, you say our stereotypes are good, but their, their stereotypes sound better than me because their stereotypes is they have good credit. Oh, I'd yeah. rather be known for something like that than known for being well endowed or... Any well, event, so. we we gonna do a show on this whole credit situations too because that's a different story. But I'm not even gonna go there. <laughs> but we're gonna do a show on that because that's a whole nother ball game out there. Now, what do you think about this next stereotype? Black men are players. I mean, you know what? How do a lot you feel of that, about that? that again comes from um, slavery because you know what they used to do with us as slaves, and the reason why um, a lot of black fathers are not in households is they would not let the black men stay with their family. They would have them go around to different families and that's how we have different... um, And then go in on their wives. It's a generational curse, really. And then, so I think a lot of that has to do with slavery in our our history. Um, But today, yeah, now they think we players because they think we still have that same mentality where we're just going around to different women and doing things like that but 
I mean, that could be any man. I don't think it, it should be just a black thing. Yeah. And it, like, and you know. It's not a general statement because, yes, some of us are players. Yes, some of us are well endowed. Yes, some of us are sexual, uh, sexually virile. Not all of us, you know. But when when people paint this picture, they, they do a wide swipe, you know. It's all black men in their minds, you know? And so because because you may have a ex certain experience with a black person, and maybe twice or three times, it just means that on all those three times, you chose the wrong black brother. Doesn't mean that all black guys are, you know, lazy yeah, when, or like cheap said, or whatever. When you group all in, in the same category of, what, say, one person that you experience is when you do a disjustice yeah, you do an injustice to the entire race, you know, and this is why. Like, you can't group me to be like what you call the stereotypical black person, where you're supposed to, you're supposed to be thug like you're supposed to be. The, you're supposed to be the thug on the corner is what they see. Especially but if I'm you don't take the time to know us, right? And I'm not that at all. I'm no thug on no corner. I'm well spoken. I'm intelligent. I'm not whatever you stereotype you have in your mind, especially when it comes to let's be for real white people. What is the stereotype? Oh, that he gonna snatch my purse and oh, like he's talk like this. If you had dreads, you gonna be stereotyped even more for a black man. So it's like you but, can't but, do that. Uh, it's it's unfortunate, but sometimes sometimes these stereotypes also um, are played out among us as black people. I'm gonna Absolutely. give you a prime example. Friday, I was on my way home <clears throat> on the bus. I was sitting right there, you know, that first row seat facing the driver. Mm -hmm. I was, and then they, they have the ones on the side. If you, if you ride the bus, you would know. So I got on the bus and I sat down. No, this lady, she came on the bus. She had two bags, all right? She put them right there on the side seat, this, the bench seat. And so um, then I came on next and I sat down facing the driver right next to her bags. Sister girl, just reach over <laughs> and she, yeah, sister girl reached over and she, um, she um, snatched her bag under her arm. Still, there was another one there. And as the bus was moving, I was, no, this black is a black woman. woman. This is a black woman. Like as the bus was going, right. ladies just kept on looking at her bag. Look at, at points, I didn't know whether she, she was looking at me or she was looking her, at her bag. And she keep pushing, pulling the bag. And I was tempted to say something to her, and I just resisted temptation. But in my mind, I'm thinking how dumb and stupid that is. No, you gotta think about it as well, though. What was think she about, doing all think, about think about how, for her perspective, say you you can attest to this. What she probably has experienced with young young black teens, what they have done. You gotta think about that as well. If you've lived in a certain, well, that's not my certain, problem at that point <laughs> in time. But you're clearly not a, a black teen, though. If you so. live. <laughs> Exactly. If you live in certain areas, you've experienced what they And do. I, I understand but that. Do you think they was doing that but for you to be obviously attack, um, up, blatantly doing that. To hit people, like, all, I'm like think about it. Like, you got to really think about it. From New York to New Jersey to Tri-State or everywhere, what I've seen, what we've seen, these young black teams have made up, made up games and started yeah. to hit people. They attack buses. They attack people. They robbed. Like, so I can understand because when you live in the community, what you've experienced and what you see, 
but as well that usually is a white woman that does but that. But I don't care. I don't care what her experience has been. You don't certain things you don't blatantly do because to me that was irritating to me because I felt at that point that I was being labeled or whatever and in my mind I wanted to say something to her but I just ignored it. You see? Maybe if it was a white person, I probably would have would said have something. It probably would have been a different reaction from me. But so because it was, it was another black woman, it felt worse. Uh, it it felt really bad, you know. Because I mean, you don't do certain things in public, whether or not you think that way. Certain things you just don't blatantly do because you're gonna piss the wrong person off. Someone will take it very, very So like I said, if it, if it was a white woman, would you have felt like that's to be expected? Yeah, I think so. I honestly think so, I'm that's not gonna lie. Stereotype. It's a stereotype, but I, I, probably would have, everywhere. I, yeah. I probably would have felt that way, honestly. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna back down. I probably would have felt that way. That's why I always feel like, I always purposely try to do things to make me not a part of the stereotype. I notice mm -hmm. that I do that a lot, just the way I carry myself. Because um, recently, like, I just won this court case. <laughs> I think I was telling y'all about this court case. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Over Zoom. Because it's really all about the approach. Yeah. How you look, how you present yourself. If you don't fit into that stereotype of the black man with all these, you know, these uh, examples you're giving. I'm the least threatening person in the but world. you don't know that, though. You don't know what people's perception of you. Like, you know, how I won the like court said, case was, um, you know, it's on Zoom, so everybody is, like, pretty much, like, on their phone or mm -hmm. in their house or whatever. Um, I made sure I had on a blazer and a shirt. And I was just having my You're glasses. You're ready for the courts, right? I'm, like, it's real court. Yeah. Like, you know, so I'm serious with it. So by the time they get to me, um, I was talking to the prosecutor, and he was like, um, well, he was really um, trying to really be lenient with a lot of the people anyway. Mm -hmm. um, so he was like, yeah, I'll do this for you. You can pay one ticket. And by the time he got to me, he was like, oh, I can have you pay the minimum balance of $50. I'm like, okay, pause. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> the whole reason why I came to Zoom court is because I am fighting the ticket. You understand? Um, I'm not trying to pay anything. So if we need to go to trial or whatever we need to... I was on my law and order like... I was Right, I was ready. For traffic. And then he was like, you know what? Based on your demeanor and your appearance, because mind you, the two black guys before me had on their headphones and their hoodies... And they had like 10 tickets. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 10 parking tickets. So right. he gets to me and he sees a different demeanor that is outside of the stereotype. And he mm -hmm. was like, you know what? For that alone, I'm going to just dismiss your case. I mean, it works sometimes. It, works sometimes. it works sometimes. But that's why, yeah. that's why I always try to go out of my way to, to prove that we are not what that and that's, stereotype is. And that's the is. thing. And that's the thing. I, as much as I felt compelled to say something to that woman, I just ignore it totally. You, you should have said something. I think you should have. I wanted to have so? said something. You should Because another example that I will do is I, I was in the elevator with a white woman. <laughs> and she was just like, you could tell she was uncomfortable. She was just like, in, you know. Yeah. Clutching all her pearls and whatever. I mean, and I kind of looked the part. I had on like a, a fitted cap or whatever, and I already had this beard and everything. So I guess I fit that <laughs> if, you, if I don't open my mouth. So what I'll do is, 
hey, how are you? How was your day? You know, mm. try to engage yeah, in conversation. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to soften it up, give them that customer that service voice. Yeah. So that's what I mean by trying. And it's difficult because I know it's, we feel like in our minds, like, why should we have to do this? But it is what it is. It's real. And if we don't do that, we're going to constantly be given these stereotypes. Well, and, if, if anybody feels ther- terrified around me, um, I know who I am as an individual. I'm not set out to uh, cause harm to anyone. If you feel terrified because of this black face. That's how it is. It's just our you skin. Know? That's yeah. it. Um, That's what they're terrified of. And even some of us blacks are like very uncomfortable among other blacks. Yeah. I mean, I some of us are. What? No, no. Yeah. He, well, Depending on the neighborhood, it's some whatever. Blacks, oh, if, the, if the black people who yeah, if yeah. You're forgot they black. black and you going into uh, more like, oh, I don't want to be a part area. of this. Yeah. This is not they get, the kind like, of black person. Yeah, yeah. because they, the already, <laughs> they already know that you're, you're not from the neighborhood just right. based on your appearance. How you carry or, yourself. How you carry yourself and stuff like that. For example, there's a, there's a, a corner store up in um, uh, Irvington. I would go inside there and I go up to the cashier. The first thing I say, good morning. How are you? You know, and her, you you can see the shot. You can no. It's like she's happy to hear that because yeah, she doesn't you hear that. That's what I'm saying. That's a shot that you like. You don't use. And she's, she always in, be like, she's an Indian yeah, let me lady. Get these Lucy's. You know, right. <laughs> and she would like she will even the money. I watched the woman. She just counted your change. She pushed it there. And this that's stuff. why they're stereotypes. But with yeah. me, she put the change in my hand. You see what I'm saying? So exactly. people read your demi- your demeanor and stuff like that, and they react to you based on what they. That's the point that I was trying to make. It's yeah. all about your demeanor. That's how we can break these stereotypes because we can't change the fact that there are stereotypes. There's stereotypes for everything. Yeah. But yeah. by you having like a personal connection with someone or just, you know, just breaking that 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 barrier because mm-hmm. there's definitely a barrier there. There is. My thing there is, is this: it's it sucks for it's going to be the forever that we're going to be the only race that has to change and do so much to fight against everyone else's problem with yeah this. you're like you can't dress how you may want to dress you can't talk how you may want to talk you can't do anything to be even if it's just you being you like you have to appease everybody else like, it's so crazy we're the you only know? race that has to do so much to fight against everything to fight to be yeah. alive so it's like we got we got to dress a certain way we got to make sure we speak and smile and laugh and and I'm not I'm like, not I'm not going to do that. No, that's I'm not going to do me. that. I'm, not, like I'm if, who I am. That's it. And that's all it is. There is to like it. Like if you I mean, so threatened, that sounds like a personal problem because it is a personal problem. You just standing here. You play the game. I'm playing the game every day. I definitely. But you can't play the game all your life. I mean, come on. That's I mean, what, you just got to be yourself. That's why our goal is independence and owning our own companies. Which is why we are doing this. Which is why we're doing things like this, so we can get our own platform and get our own thing going on. So we don't have to be up in these companies and these exactly. organizations. You don't have to Hi, how are you? to them. Yeah. Because like after that, a while, like, after Tyler a while. Perry, literally, that's what Tyler Perry said. He said, no longer am I going to be having to go into the meeting with the white men. You come to me. I have exactly. my own. And I don't have to go while, with you. After a while, you get tired of just playing playing um, yeah, you know, you get to that he drum. Said, like when he said that, I was like, that is so true. He said, I'm not going to bring stuff to the table for white people no more. I'm not doing all of this for them. I built my own, so I don't have exactly. to do that. And that's exactly. what I love that in this day and age, you don't really have to 
um, you don't do have a to job. conform yeah, to anybody else. Yeah, you don't have to do a job yeah. just because, or you don't have to conform or appease. Let's just be for real, white people, because we build it our own. There's yeah. a, so many different black entrepreneurs out here nowadays coming up with their own companies for clothing, music, business, uh, their own business ventures, like how we're doing right here, because it's just exhausting. It's exhausting to you know. try and sit here and always try and please you. And be politically correct and all that all the time. But you can make any mistake or do what you do. You could be mediocre mm-hmm. and get everything in the world. And especially But we gotta fight a million times. Especially when you're creative when you're a creative individual like we are. Right. And you try to get in the door over and over and over again and then the door keeps closing in your face yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You get tired of that. Exactly. And so one way or another, you either, you know, give up on your dreams or you create your own. You, create you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's where I'm at right now. That's right. why what we're doing now is really important to me because I'm someone who, who did that. I worked in the TV industry and I feel like I kind of got shunned out of the TV industry. Mm. So I, I'm at a point now where it's like, this is important. We need to all strive to everybody who's creative has the ability to do the same thing we're doing now exactly um, go live even don't be discouraged if you only getting like two or three people looking at your live it's probably like nobody looking at our live right now and a but word it doesn't of, matter and a word of advice when you decide to go live don't just sit there in the camera wishing and hoping Waiting for, for someone yeah. to come that's kind of tacky just put your content out there like <laughs> people will come audiences will you. come just you just have to be consistent that's why i think that it's important that we are consistent with soul food and lemonade we always giving you fresh content every week we come down we come out here and we um we just talk and we build our own platform i think it's important for all black black men in particular yeah. to do something like this. And and the thing Create is too and, and the own. thing is too, we have to remember this that not everybody will agree with whatever you have to say with your convictions. Yeah. They're yours, not the other person's. So just express yourself. Someone will agree with you. Somebody you know, out there somebody is out there is listening. Yeah. Somebody's gonna agree and there are a lot who are gonna disagree. But the fact is that you have something to say and you feel compelled to say it. Say it. Do not be apologetic. You know, my thing is that I never quite understand why people apologize. If you say something and you believe what you say and a number of people are offended by it, let's say half the population is offended by it. Why would you retract what you say? I try my thing. You put something out there. You can't take it back. That's because the cancel culture right now that we're in. That's why I was reading something. um, Jay-Z, he actually said that's the reason why he doesn't have social media. Because he feels like he can't voice his own opinion. Somebody's always going to have something Mm -hmm. to say. So he'd just rather not even put anything out there at all, which is very smart. It's smart for him. But for me, I'm going to say regardless. Because he's way more established. So that for him is nothing. You say one thing and everybody want to cancel you. You can't say that. You can't do this. You can't say that. Everybody is so sensitive these days. You say one thing and it's like, oh my God, I can't believe you said that. And it'll be, in a lot of times, it'll even be people misinterpreting what you say. That's it. And sometimes even Mm -hmm. twisting your words. So it's like, you just sit there like, I'm not going to say nothing. Just... Whatever. That's the thing, though. I'm not going to allow anybody to censor me. You know, you can't allow yourself. I mean, I don't care. It is what it is. That's how I feel. Exactly. I don't care. They're not going to censor me. We can agree to disagree. You see what I'm saying? It's my opinion. All right. uh, Let's talk about this next one. 
black man likes white women. I know you're lying. <laughs> I don't like white women. <laughs> I'll pass. Um, how how do you feel when you see a, a, a mixed couple, a, a black man with a white woman, or even vice versa? How I'm does that any make type you way. feel? I mean, I feel like do you? Everyone can choose who they want to love. Exactly, that's my. I think thing. the whole thing that you're getting at with the stereotype of black men liking white women is there seems to be a thing that happens when a black man gets successful. Yep. All of a sudden, when he gets money. The first thing you see is a white woman on his arm and the, the <laughs> sister that's been on his side for years since high school. She didn't have four of his kids. Yep. He actually never even married her. <laughs> Left her. Um, they was just shacking up. And as soon as he get a little money, then I guess it's kind of like a that, sign yeah. of I made it or yeah. I'm going to just, you know. But, but you must admit, too, that um, some black men or even some black women. They want to have kids with long, because they hate themselves. Hair and a certain yeah, skin tone, yeah. and, you know, and stuff like that. That comes from self hate. Yeah, and that to me, self hate, like you say. Um, but me personally, if I ever have to get married or whatever, I'm going to the sister. <laughs> okay, keep it black. Period. <laughs> we come in so many different shades, sizes. Yeah, I've never been into the eye colors. Like there, like you can put specifically good hair on white people. You can't put nice eyes or skin on white people. Because I'm like, are you kidding me? With black people, we come in every shade. We have Melanin every different, every different type of eye color. I feel like we all body want what we can't have everything. because these white people are out there getting lip injections and but, butt injections so they can look like us. Exactly. And then we have the um, the black women who are getting the weaves that look like white weird. women. Yep. So it's just like it's the reverse thing. Everybody nothing, is doing. Nobody's happy with who they are. Nothing looks horrible to me than to see a, a, a dark skinned woman. With a blonde set of weave on her head. Can we talk about it Serena was, Williams real quick? Because it was oh, this photo yes. of her. That's something that that should have been part of the entertainment. It's this new photo of Serena Williams where she has confused. like all this light. I wish we had a picture that we could show of it right here, but I'll try to explain it. Um, she obviously has on this foundation that's like ten Not times lighter complexion. than her complexion. Oh, you serious? Yeah, yeah. If if you Google it, you'll see it. Um, so it's kind of going viral. So. Yeah, and everybody was, as, everybody was even like, going even more so that picture, but as well, everybody was kind of shocked that she got with a white man and married a white man. And she also has same so, thing for black women. Black it, women do like, that too. As soon as they get some money, to, especially I mean, when it came to her, like everybody they go was really get them shocked. a white man. Kamala right. Harris, she got her a white man. It's just no. My thing is that you love who you love, yeah. regardless of the race thing. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But like you say, once you get successful, it That's seems what to be a. Um, it's not to me. It's not loving who you are. To me, it's just like handpicking. Okay, this is what I want. Now that I have money, this is who I want. I feel like they also think they're securing the bag too, mm. because I feel like a lot of times when people go successful, they feel like they can't associate with the people from their hood because they're not on their level anymore. Uh, yeah, the only too. people who are on their level who are making money are the white people around them. So naturally, because this is a conversation that um i've had with um some friends who i know who have reached a certain level in life like mm -hmm. they they got money now so now they're dating um they have white counterparts mm -hmm. and that's how he um 
I know this. I actually know a black man who is dating a white woman, and I asked him about this dynamic, and he was like, "Well, that's what happened. I, I came out the hood. I'm not around sisters no more. I'm not around. So he's like, this is what I'm around. I'm around these white people who have this money. So it's just, and it kind of makes sense though, because if you're in a different place in your life where you're around a certain type of people. Like, if you're a celebrity no, and you're around nothing but celebrities, that's why you end up dating each other or, you know, no, no, vice no, no, versa. No, 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 no. But, but you're telling me that they're not, they're not black women who are not, no longer in the hood, who are highly intelligent, who are career-driven. That, that's, that's just yeah. a cop-out to me. I mean, we're, that's, that was just what he said. That was just an example. So that, I was just putting that out there. That's what a lot of people think. They feel like... There are intelligent black female out there who are doing vice versa it. as well yeah. Every yeah. everywhere they do it you know so at the end of the day it's just a preference that's just what you chose yeah i guess i guess and i never said where the preference of that comes from at some all. people like vanilla um, i don't know I, I think all of this is you know slavery yeah as it goes back that's why still, that's why a yeah. lot of black women and black yeah. men get so mad if a black male or female goes for that white person because they go all the way back to that time where they were raping our women and doing that and then taking the men yeah and, and it was kind of like around. a badge of honor too if you were a black man and you slept with your um your slave master's wife who was mm-hmm. a white woman and got her pregnant and you i got a little brown baby that kind of everything it seems like it's going right back to slavery yeah slavery yeah. really got us messed up yeah all right um black men do not take care of their kids no. That's another stereotype. Well, um, there is a lot of that. There is a lot of it, but at the same time, when I walk down the street or at the mall and stuff like that, and I see a black man with his child pushing in a stroller, love it. his arm or around his neck, love it. I love it. I really Always. do love it. Especially because um, I grew up without a dad in my life. Mm-hmm. I know who my dad was. He's always acknowledged me as his child, but as far as being, being present. present, was never there, you know. Mm-hmm. And I felt, I've always felt that if my dad was present and active in my life, I probably would have turned out differently. That's just me. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. But nothing more beautiful for me to see that a black man, especially a young black man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of them child. have kids a little too young. Let's be for real. And that's I, you would, that would be another stereotype as well, having kids young and everything. So for me, my father has always been in my life, no matter ups, downs, mm-hmm. anything, bad experiences, always been there and present. So I as well love seeing black men with their children, even if you're young, say 17, 18, you you did it. It's hit. It's the child is here. You do what you're supposed to do. Black men, black young men, and black young women need the father there. It yes, is such period. a big thing that is necessary and needed, big time. And I feel like of as of today, I feel like that stereotype is kind of dying out because once, especially when it came to Kobe Bryant and when he passed, mm-hmm. God soul, everybody wanted to become a girl dad. Yeah. Everybody wanted to be with their daughters. Every father wanted, every black father wanted to be with their daughters. So I feel like we have shifted that dynamic of that deadbeat black dad type of thing because now you got so many regular dads, celebrity dads that are being girl dads, making sure they're present because you think about it, kill the cycle that you went through. Exactly. That's what you should want to do. 
There's definitely a disconnect between um, boys and their fathers in the black community, though. So I'm not going to sit up here in front like it's not. Like, it's beautiful that you have a relationship with your dad and everything. But for a lot of us, um, me included, um, we didn't have a father growing up. And I see that so often in the black community. Like, yeah. it's a problem. Yeah. I, it is a problem. Women fighting with the men over child support. And like I mentioned before, how in slavery they had the black men going different to different slave plantations. And they did that on purpose so that they can reproduce and have mm-hmm. more slaves to work. Mm-hmm. But let me also say this. Sometimes we tend to blame the, 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 the father, you know. The blame yeah, also has to be too. between yeah. the, the woman. Because believe it, a lot of women know what they were getting themselves into before they got into it. Some of them know. Most definitely. And so I need these women to stop, stop out here. Thinking that you could change that man. That that, that child would do you, that, yeah. That a child yeah. would, would, would cause him to change. You, you see, so the man is not always to be blamed. Not saying that the fact that he's not present in your life is is uh, justified or not. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm mm-hmm. saying that the blame sometimes can be split evenly between the guy and the girl. So I definitely say the same thing because what I really need is for even regular women and women that sleep with celebrities stop having kids as a paycheck. Yeah. It's like yeah. that's that's what hurts me the most mm-hmm. to hear what, what's the rapper uh future you got nine kids and nine baby mothers Damn, no one you don't like oh. no one you don't see all of them I know. no one you just pay the money and that's that like and then the chick the woman is just fine with that because she's getting a large amount of money that you know not all of that forty thousand dollars a month is going to that child so it's just that's like some women's aspirations crazy. right yeah. now yeah. to go out and get pregnant by, by an a celebrity or a celebrity because they and think that's going to solve all that child is, that child is going to be a good old paycheck all they're thinking is paycheck yeah, a lot is, of these women out here who are not even having celebrities they're just regular dealing with regular they child just support. want child support yeah and i think a lot of that child support that stuff sucks. has a lot to do with why fathers are not in their children's lives yeah. because there's yeah. two sides to every story a lot exactly. of times the woman they take the children they don't and they'll because i know as an adult now, I know mm-hmm. that that's part of the reason why my dad wasn't around when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Because my mother, there was a lot of situations where my mother was like, oh, well, no, you can't see my son until you give me my child support. Like, this, is, this happens, so yeah, happens with the black community. So it's, it's a that's lot why we that said goes we put into it on that. Both. That's why we definitely right. said we put the responsibility on both people, the male and the female. You right. chose to lay down and have this child. Now do what is necessary because that's the part that always makes me so angry is now the child has to suffer yeah. because y'all child bought this child in this world yeah. and now there's a struggle. The father's not mm-hmm. present. The mother, somebody's not present or money is always the problem of you won't see the child until you give money in. Like, yeah. why are you using your child as a bargaining tool? Yep. And then this, the child is going to be scarred. Yeah. This and is it's why the same we, cycle and it just keep continues generation to generation. Yeah. So we see it, we got to stop this. This is something that definitely needs to stop in our community. Is but just continuing. Not, that. I don't think it should be a stereotype though, because there's a lot of good fathers out there, Absolutely. a lot of good black fathers out there who are taking care of their children, even Absolutely. despite the fact that it didn't work out with the mom. Yeah, they're still stepping up to the plate and do what they have to do. And the last thing I would think I would say about this is just because he's not paying child support. That's not that's not the most important thing. The most important thing being about being present. a father is being present. So yeah. child support no. is not a lot. Of, I, I know it's a lot of fathers out there who can't afford to pay child support. Like they literally take that out of your check, and a lot of mm-hmm. us are not making enough money. 
so I think being present is key. And I feel like a lot of black women pay too much focus on the money aspect of things mm -hmm. when it needs to be paying more attention to having the fathers present, having them taking them out to ball games and mm -hmm. learning how, you know, barbershop culture and all mm -hmm. that. That's important first as of a black all, man. First of all, if you meet this dude and he never had a job when you meet him, there was no reason for you to end up sleeping with him anyway. I'm just saying. She thought he was well in that. You know? Well, <laughs> that that too. That, that's not All the these thing. stereotypes are saying? coming together. As All well, let's stop, <laughs> let's stop having kids so young as well. Yeah. Like, you can have babies having babies. Like, that's so crazy. women doing the same thing like they were 22, 23. Yeah, even younger than that. But I, I'm saying, let's, like, we have young, let's be for real, you have young 16, 17, children 18 having, having yep. kids. And then yep. you, like... All your life just stops, and now you gotta do everything for this kid, and then you have resentment at the child, mm -hmm. and that's the part that I keep that I will always reiterate. Then all of this is put on the child, as though the child is the reason for the father not being real. Like the yeah. child did not ask to be here, but you are now responsible for this life, and you should do this life right. Let's definitely say that. Like, and and also let's not forget that there's some women that okay they know they're they're um, approaching that menopausal uh, those menopausal years <laughs> and they may have always wanted a child Whew. and yeah, because that's a lot because, yes. yeah, because they know Janet clock, Jackson because they know the clock is ticking they'll go and sleep with just about any man just to get pregnant oh. you see and sometimes that that's part. all they no. need sometimes they're good with that they they, they they go off they get pregnant and then it, the guy's never in their lives anymore because they can take care of their child themselves that's we've a seen different type that's of a yeah we've seen we've stuff. seen that with a lot it of happens. these uh older celebrity women uh I mean, from janet jackson having a child at 50. I mean, kenya moore having a child at almost 50. like well as for janet jackson i don't think this is janet jackson's first child i'm oh just God. saying but we're not gonna talk about my, not, i'm just saying but <laughs> but a lot of women are just doing that because but who, wanna, who is trying to have a child at 50. i know like I know. <laughs> I feel like you have a child when you feel like you are ready. <laughs> because a lot of people put ages on when you should have a child. A lot of my family members, some of them look at me like, like what? I'm just 32. Like, <laughs> I don't put, an, put age an age on it, on but stuff. would you like have you a child at 60? At 50, as a, as 70? A man, as a man, I would not want to have a child at this age that I am right, right. now. Because that a baby tire me up. When I... Oh Hello. My God. What's the name? By the time uh, they graduate from high school, you're gonna be seventy. Exactly. Alec, what's the name? Alec Baldwin. His wife just had two more kids, and Alec Baldwin's in his sixties. And you want brand new babies? Well, they have money. They can do that. They, they can support still pumping, that. You can, yeah, get it bumping. <laughs> oh, before we go, um, I think we've come to the end of the show, but I have to mention, I'm social. Would you mind just putting your head down a little, um, Sharif? Just oh, so we can oh. see the sign. Oh. I'm social. <laughs> <laughs> I'm social.net. For those of you who wasn't sure of the spelling, there it is right above his head. I'm social.net is a social net. Oh, sure if you could return to normal now. It's a social network platform that serves as a culturally inclusive alternative for creatives to share their artistry, display of activism, and acts of social. Acts of corporate social responsibility. Support black With business. With social.net, you'll have a great time doing good. 
Um, you know what, guys? I enjoy the show today, man. Because we can we can keep going on and on and on because there's so many stereotypes out there. This is Absolutely. just a tip of the iceberg of stereotypes. Definitely. Um, in the end, though, what have we learned about the stereotypes and the way it affects us as a people? The way it affects our um, daily um interactions with others i feel like it really affects how we interact and engage with just society in general these stereotypes because i know um for me they affect how i move Mm -hmm. they affect how i engage with different people like if it weren't for these stereotypes i wouldn't go out my way to speak to a white woman clutching her purse in the corner of the elevator Normally, I wouldn't care, but right. for the sake of breaking these stereotypes and breaking barriers, I feel like it's needed because people in, in these streets really thinking like we are all like that. You're going to mm-hmm. be judged regardless um, yeah. because of the color of your skin, first and foremost. But people are going to judge you. People are just going to look at you and assume um, what they assume in their heads about you. And sometimes you have to confront it. Yeah. Other times you have to ignore it. A lot of times yeah. I choose to just ignore and don't let it bother me. But I realize that sometimes you ignore it and it still it still messes with your head. Yeah, yes. I feel like ignoring, that's what I do most of the time. But recently I've been confronting it a lot. I don't know where all this bold energy is coming from. <laughs> um, but I feel like it's important to nip things. In the, I feel like the older I get, the more bold yeah. and embracing. Yeah. I too. think that's what me it is. I have Definitely a birthday coming up too. And I'm well into my 30s now. Woo, I made it. <laughs> Never thought we'd make it past 25. Hello. But Black I man. feel like the older you get and the more comfortable you get with... The more you ain't taking no crap. Exactly. So yeah. that's why I've Especially for black people. That's how that's how lie. we get. As black people get older, we get more and more of... Yeah. Like, we ain't taking no more crap. Like, yeah. once we get past 30 or 40, it's like, oh, you not about to just do this. We not going to nope. continue this anymore. You, you don't it's let given, people... Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> It's given. And it's you, given. you don't have to be Very arrogant so. or, or, you know, it's all about the approach also because, I mean, as much as I don't take crap, if, 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 I mean, there are times when I could say stuff and I choose not to because I know if I say something, it's going to come out a certain way. Mm-hmm. See, that's a whole nother thing right <laughs> there. Too. Yeah. Like, we can't even say certain stuff because they're going to. You gonna be the angry black person, yeah? Right. That's the whole. So th- that's what Cheryl Underwood was trying to that's, talk about. That's what I um get from this. For us black men and women, we forever are going to be in this fight of censoring ourselves, yeah. trying yeah. to not trying be the stereotypes. To, yeah. We all like forever. Isn't I think it will never go away. Honestly, no matter how much we do in life and culture, how much we attribute to the world. It's just never going to go away that we will always have to change ourselves or dim ourselves down or not to, be yeah, the stereotypical black person. Yeah, to yeah. help to appease everybody else, we have to be the opposite of all. Every, you got to think of every stereotype, mm-hmm. even ones we didn't get to. You got to think of that. Okay, you don't want to be the angry black woman. You don't want to be the angry black man. You don't want to be this. So it's like we will forever be doing this. And it's just like it's exhausting. But mm. like we both all said, you playing the game of life right and, here. And the one, thing, the, the one thing that, that, that I see every single day is um, the way you see black people interact with white people strangers that they don't know i mean i'm on the bus i see 
um, uh, passengers asking the driver for direction. The driver has no clue, and a black woman or a black knows man exactly where you're going. Get up and know exactly where you're going, and just and they say, "Oh, thank well, you." You know, you can t- black people. I'm gonna say this: black people do not have a racist bones bone in their body. I think most black people are not even prejudiced. I mean, how could we be when we're the ones we just have history of pain? Yeah, that's what and, it is. And even though we have a history of pain, a lot of times in public, we still the way help. we interact with other races and get along with them. It's like because I observe a lot. Mm-hmm. I like to watch people interact and I don't see anything or sense anything um uh, racist or prejudice, whatever term you want to use to describe it. I don't see that when black people interact with well, that's that's why it shocks me general. whenever I see um because you know all these Asian people are being attacked. It always shocks me whenever I see that it's a black person no, attacking the that, Asian people. That's another show <laughs> of its own because yeah. to me that's stupid. You are doing to people what historically exactly. has, is being done. done to that's you. why when you said that about us not being racist, there, what that's something I mean, a different topic course, to explore. A, but yeah, that's why it shocks me when I see that. Like, how are you that as a black me. person who knows how it feels to be to um, be um, uh, to know how it feels to be treated? With racism, yeah. Yeah. Um, and this is what happening to our Asian community, and you're doing the same well, thing that also, they do to us. We also have to. So my thing that. that's big with all mm-hmm. this that I, mm, I didn't know you was gonna say this one, but my thing with everything that happens to the Asian community is this: I'm completely for everything that we're doing to help. Yes, but at the same time. I'm gonna need that same energy over here that, that has part, never been because here. Because why do they have a law now protecting Asians and we've it had is, slavery that, and all that this? That feels so hurtful deep in my soul because I didn't want to take it there, but I'm glad you did. And dealing there. with how much we've dealt with forever since the beginning of time to now, and you gonna tell me that you could come up with a law for them like that? And yet we still getting killed. It's another every day. slap in our face. Because but we, we still allow get, but it we're, to happen. But we're still we getting killed every day. You get, you get a new story of a black woman or a black man getting killed almost weekly. We allow it. And it's like, it. are you kidding me? Number but you could come one, up with number one. We allow that. That's crazy. You see what I'm saying? And I'm and, it, and let me say, I'm not saying it against the age community. I'm saying yes, we for helping. Mm-hmm. But That's hello, we've been dealing with some things for quite some time here. We still dying every day. Like S- still, I have no hate at for, all. We have no hate against at the all. Asians, whoever. But they definitely need to keep that same energy. But but like, the, yeah, seriously, agree, it ma- that I makes no 100%. sense. That just is baffling to me. But it, it gets to the point now where I'm just numb. Like yeah. you know everything. Like oh, y'all should watch the Michael Chase show by the way on HBO Max. Oh because yeah. I've seen that. It it was funny. He touches on this a lot in his um in his show, where it's just like after a while you just become no you you become numb. You're so used to dealing with it. That's you're the sad so part. used to being in pain. You're so used to dealing with people. Dealing hate. with people who you just become used to it, and it's sort of like even with with you saying that, like that's something that I thought, but I wasn't gonna vocalize it because no, I was like at this point, it's just like it no, is what no, it still, is. Like still, this, this still. is where we are. The the reason for this forum is to shed light on stuff that we see, the injustices and everything else, because we're not doing 
we understand that okay celebrities have their voice but mm -hmm. we also have a voice and we should use our voice the best way we know how to use it i personally i don't care about offending anybody because somebody's going to be offended even anybody, if i yeah. say the yeah. abc's yeah somebody's going to be offended so i don't care about that you see what i'm saying this medium is for us to express what we're feeling, what we see on a daily basis, mm -hmm. whatever it is. All of our voices matter. All of our voices yeah, matter. Because we all have different experiences. And I feel like the reason why it's important for everyone to put their voice on a platform is because you speak for maybe 10 other people exactly. who yeah. have that same exactly. viewpoint. Yeah. Exactly. That's why yeah. our voices and representation matters. Because period. all these celebrities go on telling you take the vaccine. They cannot convince me to go take the vaccine if I don't want <laughs> oh, to take see, the I vaccine. I wasn't going to talk about that either. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? We talked about that. <laughs> so we are using our own Listen. voice because, I, I mean, the fact that I don't want to take it doesn't necessarily mean that you, you should go and take it if that's what you want to do. It's all good and fine. But you, because you're a celebrity, you're not going to convince me one way or another. I'm going to take it when I'm comfortable, when I'm sold. Right going now, off, going off of what uh, Todd said, honestly, <laughs> <laughs> like, we all do need these platforms because you never know what you say could save somebody else's life. Exactly. Because they, exactly. they see you saying your story and your story just been the same thing they experienced. They've been thinking about yeah. So yeah. That's, why it's that's why we all yeah. speak yeah. our opinions, our experiences, how we're doing right now because you never know when someone hears this, they could be thinking the same, they could have experience the same, you could have made them stop from taking a life or anything. Exactly. And not everybody has the capacity or the ability to use their voice on the platform. Right. A lot of people don't think so to be like, oh, let's make it. Them. Right, so that's why that's important as well because that's the reason why I decided to be the type of person to voice my, my opinion and my voice because I know I'm representing for a dynamic or a certain type of person because mm -hmm. there is a lot of people who are like you and if there is nobody out repping for you you are on these streets all by yourself exactly. all by yourself you know <laughs> but um friends we've come to the end of another wonderful episode um as always we'd love to get your feedback please review us <laughs> go to um apple Podcasts and leave us a review in addition to that, we would like for you to subscribe to Soul Food and Lemonade by going to anchor.fm, that's A-N-C-H-O-R.fm forward slash Soul Food and Lemonade. You can um, send us a message through Gmail if you want to do so. Gmail, uh, Soul Food and Lemonade at gmail.com. Uh, you can do that as well. Um, you can leave a, a voice message. There's so many ways in which to uh, reach out to us. You can uh, DM ta Taj. Get in my DMs. Yeah. Taj on TV, on Instagram, Facebook. I'm going to even shout out my TikTok, my Snapchat, <laughs> yeah. all that. All. I have it all, but I don't <laughs> use it. To. And actually, uh, everybody should check out Am Social because I checked it out the other day. I actually went on and I added me a picture. It was like a little emoji. So I was like, nah, this ain't, this ain't Taj. Let me get them the real Taj. <laughs> so yeah everything um is He's showing real. a little flesh a little shoulder oh, i'm showing shoulder okay <laughs> come look at my shoulder yeah everybody check out am social it's a social media website that's for us by us 
we fubu to the situation and all that. <laughs> and by the way, while you are on amsocial.net, make sure you check out the group that's called In Other News. That's where a lot of what we're going to be discussing is going to be right in that news feed. And the fact that we cannot like read through the entire story, yeah. we post them there so that you can go and uh, read the full story in its entirety. That's amsocial.net forward slash in other news. And there you you will be able to even, uh, you know, get the full gist of what we're talking about on a daily basis. So friends, once again, we want to say thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Most Have definitely. a safe, blessed, and wonderful week. And happy Mother's Day to all of you mothers out there once again. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, everyone. Have a great one.